Okay. Looks like it is uh, game on here. All right. We are. Uh, we'll just go back and forth a little bit until we until we go, just so we can get used to it. You can get used to the mic and sounds good. Ask some questions and make sure that uh, it's all good back and forth. As I'm looking at the dial here and stuff like that. So. Um, uh, good morning. Welcome to uh, where where are we at? Community Matters Cafe. Have you ever been here before? I, I haven't. I haven't. Have uh, you ever heard of it? I have actually. Yeah, Rachel. Uh, actually, my wife just um, was over here recently in this area. She had a, a job interview actually right across the street, and so they came over here and had coffee as a part of that. And so she uh, she was actually telling me a little bit about this place when uh, when you asked me to meet you over here. So. W- which uh, which company? Which interview is this? Ah, that's the the most recent one with the, the marketing gig. Yeah, where they uh, had her shadow and stuff like that. Yep. Okay. Yep. All right. Yeah, I think this is this is part of the uh, the mission, uh, right? The homeless mission thing, isn't it? Tied ah, to that. You'd know better than I would. This okay. is uh, more more your your part of town than it is mine. Fair. This is Third Ward. This is where <laughs> I live in the Third Ward. But this is the first time I've been here too. Okay, nice. It's pretty neat. Yeah, it's a pretty cool place. Yeah, and then the setup's pretty good. I think what we're trying to do here with the, the podcast, it's nice because I can hear in the background we got some, you know, some nice, conversation. Na- nice natural sound. Yeah, a natural sound, very good. And because uh, one of the times, as you know, I tried to do it uh, previous <laughs> a few years ago with some natural sound at hooligans. and um, That's not the natural sound you're looking for. No, no, no. There were some hooligans uh, for <laughs> sure. So, um, great. So, again, just the goal is we're trying to get familiar with the equipment, get Bradford uh better on how he's going to handle the the recording and all of that stuff and then we're going to build bios for all of the regular guests guest hosts that type of thing and of which uh cj shaw is one so we sent out the notes here so if you are cool i think uh i've got enough uh runway here so if you're good i think we'll uh we'll start here okay yeah all right so uh let's go start I know the table's a little wobbly, but we'll start in five, four, three, two, one. Welcome, folks. This is the SOB Place podcast, and we are here at the Community Matters Cafe in Charlotte, North Carolina. Today, we are with C.J. Shaw with his uh, introduction and, and, and bio. So welcome, C.J. Uh, thanks for having me. How's it going this morning? Oh, good, good. It's first time, uh, first time here. Uh, it's a nice place. Never been, uh, never been over here before. But uh, my wife Rachel had, had been here and given me uh, the scoop, and uh, it's pretty, pretty cool place. Thanks for, uh, thanks for having me. Nice, nice. Well, we're excited to get started, and part of this is to make the introductions with our uh, guests and guest hosts. And CJ will be an important part of this podcast as we go forward. So, one of the first questions we want to um, get into is what is your connection to a one Bradford Johnson? Yeah, so uh, I will try to make make this as as concise as possible. Um, but I would say uh, just to start out, one of the uh, you know I know we're both we're both men of faith, right? And you just have those kind of like God moments, God connections, and I know that uh, you know our uh, we've known each other for about you know six seven years at this point and uh you know just looking back on it now like the the way it came together it just that it, it, uh you know it, it it was meant to be uh meant to be which yep. is which is awesome so yep. um my wife rachel who was my who was my girlfriend at the time uh she was actually a a uh, community manager at a co-working space uh in uh, the plaza midwood area of charlotte and uh, she had actually uh, helped Bradford uh, onboard as a member 
at that co-working space. And uh, her and Bradford got to chatting, and um, she found out Bradford was uh, into podcasting and looking to start a podcast. Uh, 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 ironically. Go ahead. Ironically, five years later, here yeah, we I, are. I, right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, no, um, was looking to do a sports podcast, and I actually um, did a little bit of sports radio uh, when I was in college at the University of North Carolina, and so she knew that that was kind of, you know, in my wheelhouse a little bit, and, and uh, so she, she set up a meeting for us. And uh, we sat down and met and uh, quickly found out that uh, my, my area of interest in sports and Bradford's area and interest in sports and, and starting this particular podcast uh, were, were not necessarily aligned. Uh, he, you know, he was uh, looking to do something in the, the European football uh, world, and, and I had absolutely uh, zero knowledge of that, uh, of that world at the time. Uh, but it was still a great meeting because we, um, we got to you know, just talk about um, you know, just how to create content and just what you need to look out for, for, you know, editing and all those things. And so it was a great meeting and actually it, it morphed very quickly because, um, <laughs> at the time I was, uh, an operations manager, uh, for, uh, the micromobility startup Lime, uh, here in Charlotte. And, uh, lo and behold, as I started talking about that, uh, Bradford actually pulled out his, uh, famous, uh, Evernote and proceeded to give me all the feedback on our hardware, um, not just on, on Lime's hardware, but uh, all the other competitors in the market at that time. And that's when, obviously, I found out that Bradford was a huge um, you know, micromobility wonk. We actually spent more time talking about that than we, we did about... Wonk? Careful. Yeah. <laughs> we actually spent more time talking about that than we did uh, the podcast. And uh, to keep a, a relatively long story short... Uh, ultimately, I ended up hiring Bradford onto my team uh, here in Charlotte a couple weeks later. Um, I, I ended up kind of taking off in my career at Lyme, and, and Bradford was able to um, kind of grow, grow with me. And it was a very, very fruitful working relationship uh, for right at about four years. Um, we, we did a lot of great things in the southeast United States from uh, growing the Charlotte market, launching uh, Charleston, South Carolina, uh, launching Atlanta, Georgia. Um, there are a, about a million stories that we could tell, and I'm sure that we will tell on future episodes about uh, our, our adventures at Lyme. Um, but, but that is uh, the, the crux of, uh, of our relationship over the last several years was a, a very positive working relationship that's, uh, that's developed into a, a really nice friendship um, since those days. I've, I've been gone uh, from Lyme a little over a year now, and uh, so it's, it's been great to keep in touch with Bradford, and, uh, and now we're getting started with uh, something that we originally set down to try to do uh, about six, seven years ago. So this is awesome. Yeah, funny. Back to the future. Yep. Yeah, that's great. Thank you for that. So the another part of the background is just to get to know you. So you hate to say the, the, the check the boxes or fill out your U.S. Census form. <laughs> But, uh, you know, certain thing, where were you born, yeah. you know, your formative years, uh, university situation. And it's for all those you, uh, you watching on YouTube, you can uh, you'll you'll know because he's got the uh, Targile, uh, well, not Targile, but Tar Heel information <laughs> uh, stuff on. He's got a, a toque on with the uh, with the elephant, the UNC oh, elephant. Toque. I'm never going to get used to that. Yeah, it's just a toboggan. In yeah. This part of the country. And it's UNC uh, <laughs> a hoodie on. It's great. So. That, that, that's pretty easy. So all of you watching on YouTube, you'll know that that's already taken care of. But just go, go through all that. And then um, 
maybe then just wrapping it up and like what's the neatest coolest thing that you've done you know uh recently so sure i'll leave it up to you yeah sounds good uh so I was uh, born on uh, Shaw Air Force Base, uh, just outside of Sumter, South Carolina. My last name is Shaw. It's a complete coincidence. Uh, no, no, very cool. No, I did not know that. Yeah, no connection to Shaw uh, and Shaw. No connection to my family whatsoever, but uh, just a really, a really weird coincidence. Uh, my dad spent uh, 20 years in the Air Force, um, so he's retired Air Force, and uh, that was his uh, his last stop before he he ultimately retired. Um, formative years, we um, so he ended up moving to we, the whole family ended up moving to Charlotte. In I was born in '87, we moved to Charlotte in '90. Um, so while I'm I'm from South Carolina, I've spent all my formative 1987? years. 1987. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Yeah, I believe. Uh, I was already through the. That was the uh, Baylor. That was the Baylor t- it was right at the end of the Baylor. I was already through the pony exce- pony excess at that particular yeah, time. So. There, you, there you go. There you go. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I grew up in Charlotte and um, certainly identify with Charlotte as my hometown and identify much more as a North Carolinian than I do a, a South Carolinian. Um, but obviously, I've, I've got I've got roots in, in, in both areas. Yeah. I, um, I went to uh, so elementary, middle school, high school here in Charlotte. Uh, started at Lansdowne. Transferred over to Greenway Park once they built that. And again, remind me what part of Charlotte? Uh, so just outside of Matthews, so like Crown Point area, Charlotte, South Southeast Charlotte. Southeast Charlotte, yep. got it. Um, so probably much different uh, through your formative years than it is today, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, just like the the entire city, right? It's it's it's, <laughs> yeah. gr- it's grown quite a bit, and uh, been a lot of development and a lot of things that have a lot of woods that I used to drive by that are no longer there. Uh, been replaced by <laughs> buildings and apartments and. Wow. Uh, yeah, multi-use spaces. So, uh, but it's been great to see the growth. Um, so yeah, I, I did uh, you know elementary school at uh, Lansdowne, then then Greenway Park, uh, middle school at McClintock Middle School, and then uh, high school at East Mech, uh, East Mech High School, and then uh, yeah. So my, my university experience is a uh, is a bit a bit of a winding road. Um, uh, so ju- just to back up a second, but I, I was born in South Carolina, but um, my, my parents actually had been stationed in North Carolina before they ultimately moved to South Carolina. Um, so they had some North Carolina experience already. And, and I was actually brought home from the hospital in a, a, a Carolina blue uh, beanie. So oh, like I was. That's for totally cool. Yeah, I was indoctrinated with uh, with, with the Tar Heels uh, from 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 day one. Nice. Um, my sister graduated from the University of North Carolina. Uh, she was a pharmacy uh, pharmacy student there. So. Um, she really enjoyed her experience, and so I got to obviously go up there a lot when she was in school, help her move into the dorm, and, and really experience Carolina from a young age. So, uh, not a shocker. Like it was always like I, I want to go to UNC. I want to go to UNC. I want to go to UNC. Um, I was a good, not great uh, student in high school, and ultimately uh, did not get in uh, out, uh, straight out of high school. Uh, just GPA and SAT scores were, were just not quite not quite there. <laughs> been there <laughs> yeah done that <laughs> yeah so um i actually spent my first two years of, of school uh, up in boone at appalachian state nice uh which I, I very much enjoyed uh met a lot of great people up there and i wouldn't change the way my college experience unfolded for for the world and those two years in boone were um you know th- that was the kind of the beginning of 
uh, Appalachian State's uh, D1 AA football success. And so where was that in relation to the Michigan win? Yeah, so I started in fall of 05, and that was fall of 07. Oof. Yeah, and Close. actually fall of 07, uh, to continue my, my college journey, was I actually ultimately did end up transferring into um, UNC after my sophomore year. And so I was, <laughs> my first fall football Saturday <clears throat> excuse me, in Chapel Hill was actually – the, the App State game? Yeah. That, the, oh, my gosh. So, uh, of course, I I had, I, you know, waited all this time to be in Chapel Hill and finally make it there. And then my first fall Saturday, I really wished I was back in <laughs> back in Boone celebrating with my with my friends there, uh, uh, which was uh, just, just a crazy time. Got yep. a lot of cool stories about that, too. Nice. Um, but, yeah, I uh, spent uh, another two and a half years in Chapel Hill and then uh, graduated there. I was uh, a journalism major. Um, I've always been, you know, big into – um, clearly, Tar Heel athletics, but just uh, you know, sports as a sports as a whole. And then, yeah, you, you can't miss the round ball uh, indoctrination. Growing up in, in North Carolina, it's just kind of part of the fabric of, uh, of the second state only here. to Indiana, I think. Right? Oh, don't get me started now. Oh, topic for later. Yep, mark mark there, that. Yep. There we go. There we go. Um, but yeah, I got to do a lot of really cool things uh, while I was in school there through through the journalism track. Um, I was kind of in the uh, like the broadcast news kind of track in the journalism school Very so cool. um I, I did a lot of i did have to do just like feature news and like radio and things like that on on just like general interest stories but they did let me kind of specialize in um like sports and so i went to cover a lot of um actually i, I wanted to spend the, the 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 revenue sports i actually didn't want to cover because you know, not a shocker. I wanted to go with my friends and actually have a few pops and and, and enjoy myself at those games. So yeah. I always volunteered to do the Olympic sports. Um, so I got to go and cover, uh, you know, men's and women's soccer, um, our field hockey team, women's field hockey team, um, th- those kind of sports, which we were actually. Women's soccer on, is like, like legendary, right? Correct. Like uh, we're then and still to this day um, incredibly elite and, and, and take a lot of pride in our yeah. Olympic sports performance. Nice. It's kind of one of the things about our athletic department that kind of sets us apart from, uh, from a lot of schools. Our, our women's field hockey team has won countless national championships as well. So, um, so that was a, a great opportunity for me. And then, yeah, I got, a, I got an opportunity through um, some people I met in the journalism school um, to uh, do a, um, a weekly sports talk show on uh, Sunday oh, nights nice. in Chapel Hill. Um, got to fully produce it and, um, and and co-host for an hour, and and that was just uh, probably the the most fun thing I did when I was when I was in school. Nice. So what you're saying is you're a pro at editing. That 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 is Bradford's ultimate weakness here. It, it's it's been ooh, technology change. It, you're it's, saying it's been 15 years since I've really had to focus on uh, doing any kind of video and and audio editing. But I'm I'm sure I can I can pick it back up if I need to. Was that the cassette tape era, or was that was was my no, we still had we still had Max we were working on back okay. then, believe right. it or not. So you know what an eight track tape is? I I do. I can't say that I would uh, be able to spot one <laughs> in the wild. In the wild, <laughs> <laughs> heard from my parents what one is. Nice. Um, I'm, I'm I'm actually just fooling around. One of my the cool things my dad. Uh, oh, he kept uh, some of that. He, he gave me a a um, standalone record player with a with an eight track oh. kind of recording. Vinyl and uh, A-Track. Like I mean, pan- that, oh, my like gosh. Panasonic kind of yeah. stand- standalone stereo system. Um, that, that's got some of that stuff. So Nice. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yep. So, 
And Fair then, uh, what else did you want to know? Uh, something, so something coming cool. out of like university and just bringing it up to the to the present. So say in the last little bit, once one of the because I I would probably tee you up with something, but interesting to see what your answer would be. What's like one of the coolest, neatest things you've done in the last, you know, year, few years? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, we'll obviously talk a lot more about Lime, but be, being a part of Lime and being a part of my first like venture capital startup and really growing in my career there and doing a lot of things that I hadn't done before in my career. That was, um, that was awesome. Uh, more recently, uh, after I left Lime, uh, my wife and I actually bought a van and we did a this is cool. uh, three really month cool. cross country road trip across the United States, kind of dipped our toes into, uh, into van life. We lived out of the van. Uh, there were some times, our, our van was not big. We, we had a, a 2006 Ford E150 for those who are familiar with that. It's, it's not a, it's not a, uh, it's not a sprinter van. It's not a huge, a huge van, but we made it, we, we, we made it work for us. And, uh, and yeah, we spent uh, three months in that thing going across the United States. I think, uh, all told we visited, uh, 20 different States, uh, about 10 to 15 different national parks and, uh, Got to visit a, a lot of our friends that live across the country, and yeah, made it uh, made it all the way out west uh, to you know Washington State, Oregon, Northern California, and uh, and back again. So that was nice. That was something that was uh, an experience I'll, I'll never forget, and something that we got to do really within our first year of marriage, which was uh, pretty special for us. Very cool. And if my memory serves me correct, one of the biggest surprises on the trip was relatively early on in uh, a state called not the state of confusion which bradford resides in uh constantly but i think it's the state of michigan you said right oh i, lo I love michigan so um i was determined that we were going to go there because i have um a few friends of which you are one um that have familial connections in, in that state and they were uh, adamant that I had to check out Michigan in the summer. In the summer, and uh, we, we were really, really, yeah. I, if it <laughs> not today, <laughs> yeah. If this was something we had tried another time of the year, I definitely think I would have uh, definitely bypassed Michigan. But um, in the summer, it was absolutely phenomenal. Uh, my wife Rachel actually was like, "Why are we? Why are we going to go to Michigan?" And then she even talks about the trip now and says like, "It, it completely surprised her, and she's so happy that we went." Um, but yeah, you know we kind of entered entered the state in the southwest corner and then rode all the way up uh the coast of lake michigan and i uh, got to see a lot of cool little towns like, like frankfurt michigan is a town that sticks out as one that was just super quaint we actually went to like a, an amish farmer's market right out on the lake uh nice. not lake michigan but one of the very cool one of the you know more inland lakes that was very memorable and then uh, getting to do Sleeping Bear Dunes. How about the coastline of Michigan, right? It's, it's, it's phenomenal. Yeah. And not something, you get up there in that in that northwest tip uh, of the lower peninsula, and the water is like crystal clear Caribbean blue water that, you know, you never would expect that the water would look like Pretty that. small lake, too, Lake Michigan. Uh, yeah, yeah, very, very, very small, you know. You, you know, you can definitely see across to the other side. No, it's like, if you've never been, it's like, it, it's like an ocean. I mean, like, it's it's a... It's, it's massive. Uh, um, all the people on the East Coast, just yeah. the flyby states, those are, right? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, no, it was it was, it was beautiful. And uh, we visited, uh, we did Mackinac Island, which was uh, very unique. For those of you who don't know, it's, uh, it's, a, it's an island just off the, I guess, the northeast tip of the, um, of the lower peninsula. No cars allowed. 
uh, I believe you've got the is it is it the Grand Hotel? Is that the name of the hotel? That's Grand Mackinac, I think. Yeah, yep. th- th- that you got like history with the Ford, like the Ford old Ford money tied up in that place, and that's where they used to go to vacation and just. Um, and the Ascension Bridge is pretty cool, right? Yeah, I mean everything e- everything was um, really neat and a lot of cool cool history over there, and. Uh, and then we did the UP as well, which was uh, the a, completely different, a completely different world, but um, <laughs> great, great for van, great for van life. A lot of places to uh, kind of park park your van and nice. see uh, incognito and and uh, see you know see a lot of really cool things. Nice. Well, thank you for all of that. So, sure. one of the things we uh, as we were trying to just wrap up the introduction here is uh, it is the SOB place, so it's sure. sports or business, yep. and would love to know what. Uh, you consider to be, uh, you know, certainly passion, uh, and then passion usually leads to, uh, you know, experience and then your expertise and, and, and all that. So give us a little, let's start with sports. Where does your, you know, passion and then expertise in the area of sports? Yeah, I mean, so I, I, I had a basketball in my hand um, and a golf club in my hand when I was a toddler. So those would be the two that I would I would say uh, have the most experience playing, and um, were kind of like basketball was definitely the first love. Um, my parents definitely bought me one of the um, oh, what's the old what's the old toy maker? But the, Spalding. Not Spalding, but like the plastic the, the plastic basketball goal. Oh, oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We could walk up and throw yeah, it in. Yeah, yeah, like the Nerf and the hoop yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I, I definitely had one of those and. Uh, my parents would always tell me that I would just sit in front of that thing for hours um, <laughs> shoot, shooting baskets, and that, and that checks out. Um, I uh, definitely played a lot of uh, youth basketball. Was was never good enough to play uh, high school basketball here in Charlotte. Uh, East Mech actually won a state championship not long after I, I left school, so they were uh, pre- pretty good. And, yeah. Uh, Public high school, you know, in the, in the middle of the city, had had the ability to attract a little bit, uh, a little bit of talent and folks that were just a little bit more skilled at the game uh, than I was. But uh, yeah, basketball for sure. Uh, golf is is huge in my family. My dad actually grew up right across the street from a golf course, and actually, um, my dad's one of eight brothers, and they all used to caddy at the golf course um, right across the street. So that kind of d- dates dates my dad. Um, but before the, the genesis of, of golf carts, uh, yes, there were actual caddies. Uh, we love the movie Caddyshack oh, for, for that reason. Classic. And um, Bushwood Country Club. And, and so my, my dad's uh, my dad's always been a pretty good golfer. Uh, we got uncles that have, have played a long time and were, were good golfers. And so I was introduced to the game of golf at a at a young age, and I was good enough to to play golf um, in high school. So I was I was on the golf team, and. Uh, and then aside from that, um, you know, in terms of I, obviously that feeds into what I like following. Um, you know, pro and college, you know, college basketball I would say is definitely it's your number one, like the number one sport. Yeah, for you. I mean, it, yeah, it's it's, okay. it's, it's uh, and, and for two reasons. Number one, just like where you where I've grown up, right? You know, in, in North Carolina, it, it makes sense. A, it's a part of the fabric of the state. You know, yep. tobacco road and and everything that comes with that. Everybody. Yep. That you know in your school and at church ha- has a team, <laughs> and most of them are either UNC, Duke, NC State, Wake Forest, and there's that just like those rivalries that 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 spawn out of that, and so it's 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 hard to avoid if, if you grew up here, 
Um, and then obviously just the, the success of, of UNC basketball um, is something that's uh, very proud of and something that I, I know a lot about and have followed for, um, for, for really my whole life. Um, I, do, I, love, I, I love pro basketball as well. Uh, I would say passion on that has waned o over the years, um, but it's something that I still enjoy following. I'd say the skill of the players in the game today is as high as it's ever been. It's insane, um, right? The big boys are pulling up yeah. beyond the three and throwing them and in, so right? From that, from that perspective, it's obviously still um, Or the bigs, I guess you call them, right? Yeah, the there bigs. You go. The, uh, it's positionless basketball now, Bradford. We can't say power forward center anymore. We got <laughs> bigs. So they used to have numbers, I think, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, there you go. Right? Yeah. Like a one or a five and, you know, yeah. Yeah. Times have changed. Yeah, so, I mean, th th that's uh, awesome that because that, again, I think it's another great thing why, you know, our partnership has always been good, whether it's from business or whatever. I think we've got a lot of yin and yang, right? So, you know, uh, literally where I come from, that did not exist, right? Yep. We were pond hockey, and our winter sport was with a stick and a puck and, you know, a punch in the face, you know? So it wasn't Rudy Tomjanovich on Kermit, Wa Kermit uh, Washington or something? There, there yeah, go. so. Oh, nice. Um, but, yeah, so it's great. I look forward to digging in and and uh, having some provocative conversations with you because I'm interested, and, and there's a lot of people who are interested, and I think there's some great uh, material and content there for sure. So that's cool with the basketball thing. And then, so, and even with golf, right? I mean, golf is as hot as it is right now from a provocative topic sport. I mean, I think even this weekend they were talking about the the live boys trying to uh grab a couple other guys and then yeah, terrell hatton number 16 in the world just uh j just so that's confirmed uh, yep I got, he got poached yep and he's, he's on rom's uh he's gonna be on rom's team yep which is something to do with like the gladiator is his I, I, thing right yeah I, I, team I golf I'd be lying to you if i said i was following that uh super super closely but i i did at least see that uh that he, he left, and it's, it's getting hard to ignore. I mean, the, 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 the amount of talent that has defected from the PGA Tour. Um, you it's know. hard to watch, dude. Yeah. I mean, the farmers at, at Torrey Pines, who are these guys? Exactly. And it's just it's – just, it's just I mean, we, we had that conversation very early on when, when we started to discuss this, and the, lo the loser and all this is going to be the fan when it comes to the non-major the non events on the PGA Tour. Like, the, the viewing experience for those events is just not going to be – it's not going to have the same juice that, right. that's I, had in the past. I mean, even here in, in Charlotte, I think Wells is, is bowing out. I think they might have a multi-year agreement still left on the table, but after that, they've said they're gone. Right. Yep. And that's a shame. Yep, it is. That's, that's, I mean, they've been, they've been uh, part of it since the, since the very beginning. Yeah. So. It was one of the – or trying to be one of the named events or something. But, yeah. Well, I mean, we can dig into that. And, again, I think that there's so much to dig in there, right? So – and that's one of the, the sports as an aging individual that um, – whoop. Hang on one second. 